Welcome to another episode of Composing Tips, the Media Composer podcast. I'm Nico, and today we are going to look into not one sample library, but two of them. They are the latest by Heaviosity and Spitfire Audio, respectively Mosaic Pads and Fractured Strings. I've just had my first coffee today, so let's do this. That was fractured strings and mosaic pads working together. Literally the first time that I opened both libraries. In the last episode, I was telling you about a library that is over 10 years old, saying that you don't always need the new one shiny. And now I'm talking about two of the most recent ones on the market. Oh, well, here we are. Which one should we look at first? Mm. Let's go with Mosaic Pads by Heaviosity. It is no secret that Heaviosity ranks amongst my favorite developers. Not only their user interfaces are clean, I also think that they push the limits of what a contact script can do. Look at the workhorses that libraries such as Damage2 or Novo, Forzo, Vanto and the whole Mosaic series can do. And to be quite honest, they are responsible for most of my TV placements and that is because they found the right balance between customization and workflow. They have this mosaic line of sample libraries with such ones as Mosaic Base, Mosaic Keys, there is Mosaic Blocks, Mosaic uh, Voices, and stuff like that. And the newest addition is Mosaic Pads, which, well, gives you pads, synth pads. As it is the custom with Heaviosity, they offer a ton of presets to get you started, and they are categorized into tonal, atonal, and chordal. The tonal category is subdivided into gritty and mellow. Let's have a quick listen to a few presets for each of these categories. We will start with the mellow tonal one. I will you know, just hold down a D minor chords for four bars at 120 BPM. Thank you. 
The Gritty Tonal Ones. Let's do one atonal patch followed by a chordal one. I will not go through all of them. The official walkthrough does it much better than I. For those of you already familiar with uh, with the one of the Mosaic series library, you will feel right at home. The Mosaic Pads interface is the exact same one as all the other instruments in the Mosaic series. If you are new to it, it can be a bit daunting at first. That is why I suggest that you start with a preset that you like and check out how it was made. You just open a preset, you go through the different tabs and you look at the settings to try to understand how these presets were made. And this will get you started. Of course, they have walkthroughs and documentation and whatnot, but if you are in a hurry, open a preset and just look at it. As in all the Mosaic libraries. Each patch is a combination of three channels on which you can load the provided instruments that you want to. You have access to the ADSR, which is attack, decay, sustain, release of each individual channel. When you are done setting that up, you have access to three pretty advanced arpeggiators, one for each channel. Then you have the macro sequence where you can automate global effects such as drive, filters, EQ, and so on and so forth. Of course, it is not as advanced as a soft synth like said, Zebra or Omnisphere, but it leaves a lot of room for customization. To me, it strikes the right balance between efficient workflow and flexibility to shape your own tone. Using these features, I built my own patch to have a quick test. It's the first time I tried that with Mosaic pads, but I've done it countless times with uh, the other libraries in the Mosaic series. I wanted something gritty, dark, and that would probably suit a horror movie texture. Here is what I came up with. A 
as all the libraries in the Mosaic series, Mosaic Pads is a solid release and I will use it for sure. Now, let's move on to the latest from Spitfire Audio. Strings. Again. But this time they are not at the edge of silence, but they are at the edge of the world. Whatever that means. I will let you check out for yourself what Spitfire has to say about this library, how they came up with, uh, with this library, partnering with the Bleeding Fingers composers who scored the Frozen 2, uh, the, no, not Frozen 2, that's a completely different thing. What, what was the name? It's not Frozen, it's Frozen Planet 2. The, the, they scored that. It's a series, uh, uh, I believe, produced by the BBC. And you will also see uh, in their videos how awesome it is using truckloads of fancy marketing words. After listening to all the demos provided on the Spitfire website, my feeling is that this library is really a one-trick pony. It sounds exceptionally good, but all these demos, to me, they kind of sound the same. I wonder how many times you could use it before your music starts to sound repetitive and stale. Paul Thompson was, of course, excited about it, so I think it's worth taking a look. Again, the Spitfire walkthrough does a really, really good job at explaining what is contained in this library, so I will not bore you with that. Instead, I directly looked into it and how I could use it in a track together with Mosaic Pads and maybe add some other sample libraries as well. So here is the quick demo track that I came up with.
Well, I don't know if it's the mood, the weather, or what I had for lunch, but honestly, this was really hard to do. It's my first time working with fractured strings in the context of a track, and it seems that each and every idea that I came up with, the library couldn't really do what I wanted it to. Uh, maybe I had a completely different idea about what this library is, and I'm probably not the right person to be doing something with it, or I didn't quite catch what I could use it for. Anyway, aside from mosaic pads and fracture strings, I've also used a piano and Spitfire Appassionata strings in this track. Uh, the Appassionata strings are there to provide the melody and a bit of the harmony. Um, and that's it. Uh, th there is a whoosh kind of sound at the beginning, nothing else. I've noticed a few things while making it. First, most mosaic pads patches are really typed. It's a, it's a bit different than the other mosaic series, uh, libraries and the sound that you can get. Uh, by typed, I mean that they would perfectly suit horror, tension, and the likes. It was difficult for me to find a patch or build one that would work with something a bit uh, a bit lighter and airy. It also tends to fill the frequency spectrum quite a bit. Kinda like most Omnisphere patches, and you will probably need to EQ a ton out of it to make it work with other instruments. As for fractured strings, only a handful of articulations are tempo-synced, so you will also need to work around that to make it work. Also, different notes in the same patch have quite a bit of a volume jump. Uh, I've noticed, looking at the analyzer, that uh, some patch at the same, uh, different notes in the same patch at the same velocity and CC1 and CC11 had a volume difference on the attack up to 6 dB. So I had to work with expression and volume automation a lot, and compression, of course. Again, this most likely comes from me not using it properly, as I didn't quite hear that in the walkthrough. At first, it seems that you get a lot of content of, out of this library, but quite frankly, after using it, after using it well, not that much. I will, of course, probably need more than the hour I've spent with it to make it work, and I will surely spend that kind of time if one day I have a project that calls for it. I will probably also need to listen to the Frozen Planet 2 soundtrack, as they said that the library is used extensively in there and that they made it for this documentary series and the composers uh, used it for a year already. So yeah, you know, they made it and they used it for a year and I've just opened it and I used it for an hour. So uh, I, I guess the, 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 there is more to this library that meet, meet the eyes. Uh, 
But right now, I would be hard-pressed to figure out when to use it. That is due to the projects that I'm working on at the moment. Nothing, uh, I mean, nothing calls for it. Because you see, you, you, you cannot just Frankenstein a library into a project that doesn't need it just because the library sounds good and that you really want to do something with it. Maybe one day, but right now I will not be adding it to my working template. It's too, too niche of a library. I know that I have it, it's somewhere on my disk, and who knows? Sometimes I will find the perfect match for it. The time is just now. That's it for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. And I think I'm going to have a second coffee because I'm not quite awake yet. Please, if you have a track that uses mosaic pads and or fractured strings, Come and share it on Composing Tips, as I am really, really curious to know how people are using these libraries, and especially in what contexts. Thank you for listening, and now go write some great music! Hey! Did you enjoy this episode? Do you want more content? So head over to ComposingTips.com and join the community there. You will find more episodes videos, project files, as well as a forum where you will be able to connect with like-minded people. It's all free, so register today on ComposingTips.com. <laughs>